Welcome to the Anxiety Diaries podcast, where the chicks are sweet and the cats are cooler. Get a refreshing beverage and sit back and enjoy the show. You haven't lost leap of your senses, guys. This is the Anxiety Diary podcast. Yes, I thought I'd throw in a bit of an intro there to spice things up, maybe. Not sure if it really has, but uh, time will tell. Now, everything was uh, going okay for the next podcast to come out yesterday. But unfortunately, I have been feeling a bit under the weather, um, especially with anxiety and depression, as well as pains in my back and things like that. So, obviously, it's been a bit hard to get the episode out this week, but um, I'm going to move them now to only a Friday, so we're only going to have one every week. Unfortunately, I've got a tailor for my life, as well as tailor for everybody else, and tailor for my schedule, so it's kind of had to be put like that. As you could tell from the last episode, it was very hard to bring across about addiction and things I was like trailing through that like stumbling through like tumbleweed it was really really straining on me to come up with something like that and it's going to be the same this week because this week we're going to talk about uh, phobias and I'm sure you've all got one that's a a challenging thing between um, when you have a fear of something or an object or somebody or an object or it could be anything really again today i'm doing this in a lot of pain and uh, it's really really straining on me um and all the pain medications are not working at the moment and my chest aches and things so let's get in with phobias now what a phobia is like i said is a fear of something a fear of uh, maybe an object or a person or doing something that is a phobia. Uh, for example, you could be afraid of spiders. Um, I do have a list of phobias here in front of me, which we're going to touch on a bit later on. Some that you may have heard of, some you may not have heard of. It's going to be a bit of a weird one, but yeah, I'm sure everybody's got a fear of something. I know I have, which I'll get to later on, but everybody has got a fear. If somebody says to you they haven't got a fear of phobia of something then they're lying to you because they're afraid to tell you what it is. Unfortunately, that is the whole thing about being proud, like we all are. So we're not all eager to come forward with what we're scared of. I mean, some people will be scared of the dark. You know, they could be in their adulthood and they could say that. They could even be in their early adulthood and be saying that because they fear (laughs) what people are going to say to that response. So... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go on to specific phobias, age changes. You know, when you get a bit older, your body changes. How things, you know, certainly do change in the body. How it changes the way you think or perceive things. I certainly know I have <laughs> getting older. Being twenty-eight, I mean, I know it's no age, but a lot of people say, you know, every seven years you have body changes. I've certainly got that. I certainly have, but uh, <laughs> it's it's the way it goes, really, because everybody's going to go through these changes we're all going to go down the same path and it's going to be it's going to be life-changing how ironic i say something like that it's like a play on words there it's going to be life-changing because it's changing your life now idiot here is only on to put in his show notes that specific phobias yes mark you wrote that wrong at some point 
But I think what I meant was certain aspects of phobias that we generally have, like, for example, arachnophobia. I mean, a lot of people are feared of spiders. You know, they do not like them. They run out of the room. Even if it's the teeny-weeny ones that you find in your bathroom, they'll run away, run a mile from them. Me, on the other hand, I'm not technically scared of spiders i'll uh, deal with one um unless it's a tarantula you can keep that thing um i won't be going near that that's for sure and that's what we're saying we've all got a general fear of them kind of things another one is what more found in children than adults is afraid of the dark like i was saying a lot of people are afraid of the dark and the reason why i think they're afraid of the dark and especially i um sometimes have that if you hear a bump in the night you suddenly bolt upright and then you're going what the hell was that <laughs> pretty much what the hell was that and you going like uh, there's nothing here it's like hello so pretty much you know i would stick a light on have a look around see what it was i mean there's been a few occasions now i don't want to scare anyone but in this room i was in the dark okay didn't have the dog at the time so it wasn't him i had a cup of money you know loose change on my desk and for some reason i heard the coins lift then the coins drop and i was nowhere near and i pointed like looked that way and there was nothing there pretty much nothing there whatever it was it scared the hell out of me and i did turn the, my light back on i was like i'm not dealing with that tonight so pretty much um i yeah got fear of that i mean as well there's one uh, one thing about the dark is like the fear of the unknown because you are literally at your most vulnerable at night as well as like you're in the dark <laughs> you cannot see a thing you can't see anything in front of you to the side of you you could probably see lights if you've got a window you could probably see the car lights going past but apart from that you are in the midst of the unknown and i think that's why people get scared now for a minute there i was just looking at a list of most common phobias and it was quite funny that i was looking at one for heights which is uh acrophobia right and i was looking at the list going isn't that the same one i just read <laughs> right pretty much for flying which is aerophobia now i didn't know all these had names pretty much it all relates to something around that subject of what they call it there's going to be a few weird ones later but let's talk about heights because uh, this is one where i've changed and i've got uh, i never used to be scared of heights now i'm petrified i used to go up in a plane all the time I don't think you'll catch me much on the plane these days, but uh, yeah, it's funny how that's changed. And uh, I think it changed because I was watching um, a video on Facebook and it was one of those where you've got <laughs> people on the side of buildings and then you can look straight down, right? Looking straight down and my legs just went to jello one time. And ever since, uh, my, my tolerance for heights has become non-existent because i haven't got a tolerance for it i don't think i could ever um do that stuff and you know i definitely wouldn't go up high if i have to uh, that's for sure in terms of being in the plane I, I probably could do that again um but it would pretty much be um like don't look out the window just sit where you are don't worry it's not gonna fall out of the sky and burn to your death and i probably shouldn't have said that because there's probably people now sitting there going Ugh! pretty much uh, 
I know how you feel because that's how I feel. Like I say, when I made this podcast, I pretty much said to everybody, I was going to be serious as well as throwing a bit of comedy because I know how scary it can be, but I guess sometimes we all have to laugh at certain aspects of our phobias. I want to briefly touch on a phobia called misophobia, which comes hand in hand with OCD, overcompulsive disorder, which is a fear of germs. Now, if you have this, you'll know that you want to keep everywhere clean and it comes hand in hand with OCD because that's what they do. They keep things in order as well as some people with OCD, they do tend to keep everywhere clean and they like it clean. One bit out of place, that's it. It needs to be cleaned 20 times. Now, I'm not taking the mic. I'm just actually bringing this up because actually they do come in hand in hand and OCD is a form of uh, anxiety. Um, so we tend to put them two together because they do actually relate to each other in some form. I, I know a few people that have had this and pretty much cleaning everywhere. You know, they have the antibiotic, uh, antibacterial, anti, I don't know. Yeah, antibacterial. I don't know what word I was just shooting for then. But yeah, antibacterial gel with them all the time. Make sure they're clean. Some children actually, at an early age, actually suffer from um, misophobia because they like to be clean. They don't like to be dirty. That's just a phase in children. But sometimes it can go on to be into adulthood. But pretty much they do, it does happen. Um, I don't know any personal stories for that, but uh, it does happen. Now, what we're going to do is talk about age changes. And what that basically means is like as you get older, your body changes in certain degrees because certain chemicals change in your body. Certain aspects of your body change and you now become uh, feared of something you used to you know never used to bother you and yeah this is all age changes where your body changes the chemical changes in your body and your it starts bringing up certain things and i know from personal experience how you know i like i said previously in the part about heights is that yeah i'm afraid of heights i'm afraid of the dark pretty much um even though i do sleep in the dark so it's not that that bad i know some children suffer with uh sleeping in the dark that's because that's the unknown and it's weird i mean you could just be sat there and the next day you'd be like oh no 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 heights i can't know i know I've, I've never uh changed in terms of spiders i've always been one to go after and kill the spiders i know that sounds mean i'm gonna have some you know animal activists or whatever saying on here oh you kill spiders that's so mean it's not so mean if they're gonna bite me Anyway, yeah, some people say you should let them loose in a like, Tupperware box, let them loose back into the garden. Yeah, give them a second chance to bite me, shall we? Um, why not? <laughs> why not? So, pretty much as, as life, you know, you get older, I just knocked something over there. As you get older, you tend to change how your body is, how certain aspects of your life change and all the chemicals change in your body, you become feared of certain things. Now, that isn't uncommon because I know plenty of people who have had their life completely changed because of phobias. So, yeah, it's a pretty weird and wide tapestry of things that could happen. But hopefully some of you just don't suffer with it. And I feel, you know, I feel envious of the people that don't change in, in a way or they just don't notice the changes. They just go on with it and it doesn't affect them. But pretty much it's affected me. (laughs) 
So I'm very envious of those people. So let's talk about unusual phobias that you may not have heard of. Now I'm reading these from my phone, okay? Because that's where I put the show notes in front of me. I can watch the audio record and I know what I'm doing. You can hear my keys rattling in my pocket. I should have took those out, to be honest. Um, now, xanthophobia. I think that's how you pronounce it. And some of these are pretty weird how they're pronounced and how you, you have to say them. But pretty much the fear of the color yellow. I never heard of that before. Pretty much when I read that, I was like, so you can't touch butter or have yellow flowers, basically, or anything yellow. So Spongebob's out of the question, but I'm not taking the mick, but that's pretty much what that is. I don't understand what triggers that. I didn't really put much research into that, uh, pretty much. But yeah, kind of weird. Probably didn't know about it. Turophobia. The fear of cheese. Well, who would want to eat cheese anyway? It's disgusting, in my opinion. Who would want to go near cheese? After all, it smells and it tastes horrible now i don't get the people that can eat cheese sandwiches i think they've got a wide disgusting palate i think because there's a whole thing about cheese connoisseurs isn't there the whole um you know you become like it's like a winery you know somebody's a master in in wine and uh, and things like that so it's like somebody becomes a cheese connoisseur and it's like they know every cheese they know about cheese cheese Pretty much everybody who's suffering with this disorder right now is listening to this podcast. Kind of, uh, uh, pretty much. But yeah, I, I can relate. I don't really like cheese. Uh, I think that's just because I don't like it. I don't have a fear of it. So I would never eat that stuff anyway. Zomniaphobia. The fear of falling asleep. Now, I do have this one. Pretty much. I have to make myself really tired to forget about this. I really do. And pretty much I do laugh about it because I think it's pretty stupid in my opinion anyway from my standpoint it's pretty ridiculous that's why i'm trying to get out of that phase of of uh, worrying about it pretty much and the reason why you've got this fear is like the fear of not waking up but the thing is i've, I've said to people when i go to sleep i don't remember anything it's not dark it's just a switch off and that's it it just switches off and that is it i just wake up and pretty much that is it now if you can hear my father in the background i do apologize he's uh standing near the kitchen so you probably will hear him i do this all from my bedroom which pretty much i need soundproofing um to get through what they go on about um i don't know how to soundproof this room so so yeah falling asleep a fear of falling asleep pretty much yeah it's because you fear that you're not going to wake up again but pretty much like i just said i don't um see it as anything dark i just switch off switch on that's it i don't even remember any of it pretty much i guess that my brain works in a weird way um i do remember vivid dreams but i don't remember it being dark or anything i do remember dreams if i have them i do have vivid dreams because i'm on tramadol tramadol releases a certain chemical that makes you go high which therefore in turn gives you vivid dreams pretty much that's the way it works and yeah Hylophobia, okay, hylophobia, the fear of trees or any kind of wood, even wood would set somebody off, if you've got this fear, you'd pretty much cringe at the sight of a tree or even a twig. Now, I was recently talking to somebody and they have a fear of um, the actual stick on anything, so a lollipop, uh, a normal stick that you would give a dog, and pretty much that would 
cringe them. You know, it's, it would make them stutter and, and things. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, I shouldn't laugh. But this is the only way we get through life is by laughing and, you know, looking at these things as a humorous way. I know it's not really funny as such, but it gives a twist rather than being miserable all the time. But fear of sticks, you know, I could never see myself with a fear of sticks. I wonder what actually starts it off. If actually you suffer from hylophobia, okay, leave me a comment on my social media. Or at Mark Snappy, M-A-R-C-S-N-A-P-P-Y, on Twitter or on Facebook under Mark Corn Books. Leave me a comment on this thread for this podcast, okay, about if you have that phobia or if you have any other phobias because actually... I would like to hear what actually triggered you to have that kind of response. Now, lastly, we are going to be going on about nomophobia. Now, I guess you're wondering what that is. And if you have young teenage children who have mobile phones, who sit and worry about when they don't have mobile phone coverage... Well, guess what? This is the phobia for them. Pretty much, nomophobia is where you fear having no mobile phone coverage. Pretty much every teenager right now listening to this is going, Oh, no, I don't. I don't fear that. Every child, uh, sorry, every teenager suffers from nomophobia. I think I just said that right. nomophobia that's it and pretty much no mobile phone coverage and i know plenty of people that suffer from this who are always connected to their phones and if it all goes wrong and even when the wi-fi goes off they're all going oh my, my internet's not working pretty much that is a fear of not being connected being having that coverage pretty much that is the what what it is having no coverage and like I said, plenty of children or teenagers, whatever, even adults suffer from this because they're so connected to their mobile phones that it puts them in fear <laughs> if they're going to lose that. And uh, I'm lucky I'm, you know, I'm not in that category. Yes, I use a mobile phone. I've got an iPhone SE, but uh, I, I'm not stuck to it all day. Uh, pretty much I've got a life, not putting that mildly. Or taking the mic, but a lot of people are glued to them. My mother being one of them, who uh, certainly sits there and goes, "Oh, the Wi-Fi's down. I can't watch Heartbeat on the EE player." Yeah, pretty much. That is what my life consists of: hearing if the Wi-Fi goes down or a mobile phone doesn't work. Because she got stuck in France back in November 2016, and she. <laughs> She couldn't make calls out or text out, so she had to go on Facebook, which cost me money, by the way. And then she had to message me on Facebook going, oh, my phone don't work. So I had to ring the network up and say, look, she's stuck in France. Can you rerun the um, e-connection, you know, through to her phone? Because it's not working. You know, it's like my phone works in France. I've been over there before and everything works fine. But hers, they decided to kick her off. So pretty much that's the way it goes. There was one thing I wanted to cover and that was the fear of Friday the 13th or the number 13 which is Trisk Egg K. 
Triscophobia. I nearly said that in a French accent. Triscophobia. That is a fear of the number 13. And probably the most, like, what would you call it that for that day? Like, everybody's superstitious on Friday the 13th. By the way, a bit of a heads up. If you want to know when any Friday the 13th is, if any month, any given month starts on a first on a Sunday, pretty much you're going to get Friday the 13th in that month. You're welcome. <laughs> pretty much. So you can batten down the hatches then and then go and hide under the table. But yeah, this is a very superstitious time of the year. Every time a Friday the 13th comes along, it's like something paranormal is going to happen on Friday the 13th. And that is not... <laughs> It's not the case. Nothing's going to happen. I'm not superstitious of the Friday the 13th thing or the number 13. But a lot of people cringe at the number 13. So a lot of you won't be listening to the podcast when it goes on number 13. Because you think it's unlucky. So it's probably about time to (laughs) do a giveaway on that one. But uh, (laughs) but less people enter. Um, But I'm not taking the mic really. A lot of that time, uh, the number 13 will make people cringe. Just like 666 people cringe at, 999 people cringe at, 333. It's multiples. Everything of multiples and it's an odd number. It makes people cringe. But don't worry, nothing is going to happen on on the Friday the 13th. Yeah, only because something may happen on the day doesn't mean because it's that day it's going to happen. And if it does happen, really, it's just a coincidence that it's happened. Like, your windows get broken on Friday the 13th. It could happen any day of the year. Pretty much any day of the year. And if you heard my stomach, sorry guys, I've had a curry this afternoon. I think uh, my belly's telling me, too much, too much. So pretty much, yeah, it's only a coincidence that something happens on Friday the 13th. It would happen on any other day of the year. It's like that episode of Hey Arnold where... He tries to do all these things on a Saturday and realizes it's the wrong day. And I think it was a Friday or something. And it turned out to be the wrong day. And if you watch Hey Arnold anyway, you'll know what I'm on about. So pretty much that sums up on uh, phobias really, doesn't it? It pretty sums up about that because I've told you some of my fears. I'm not going to go into any more. We've all got more than at least two. But... uh, I won't be going into any more, and I think that that's best left unsaid, really. So I do hope you enjoyed today's show. I mean, I do hope you enjoyed the intro, which I made in all of 10 minutes when Dad decided to take Bissell out to do his whoopsies, and I had to quickly record the audio before the dog started barking over the audio. So it's lucky, actually, he's not started barking now, because he's actually laying right behind me on my bed. And he hasn't even moved. He hasn't even made a noise, which made my life so much easier. But as I said, anyway, in this video, and video, just doing too many YouTube videos, which if you want to go and check me out, two minute take on YouTube. Like I say, I'm not here to take the mick out of phobias. Actually, I was just bringing a lot of them up because I've never heard of them. And I thought, if you don't laugh about certain things, you'll just cry. That's life. You'll just cry. And, uh, I'm sorry to all the teenagers who listen to this who have just gone, oh, he just took the mic out of me because I moan when I've got no mobile phone coverage. <laughs> I do apologise. And uh, I'm sorry about that, pretty much. Oh, not really. Um, who just said that? 
And he pretty much, I do apologize. Um, but like I said, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And I think at the end of the day, we need to look at the humorous side of certain things and phobias and certain things you can laugh at rather than thinking, oh no, you can't laugh at that. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, everybody's being judged. So why not judge everybody else? So anyway, this has been the ninth podcast and finally it'll be out on friday well you'll hear that anyway it'll be on on every friday now because i am going to make more time for myself to relax and to recuperate and take my medications properly rather than worrying about every week i have to do two podcasts rather than if i just do one i can do one set recording day run right through it edit it the next day schedule upload bitch bash posh Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, basically. And uh, that's all. So, you'll hear me in the next podcast, guys. It is the, and well, I forgot to say the date is the 21st of March 2017, this episode. I will see you in, well, pretty much on uh, next Friday. I can't remember the dates. But yeah, take it easy, stay well, keep your anxiety low. I will speak to you later.